repeating it over and over again, there's little or no intelligence involved. You aren't really learning anything. Learning only happens when new information is connected to your thinking. Repeating this connection can be helpful once the information is stored in your conscious mind. But if you just use repetition without the connection, learning won't take place. You see, your mind collects information in two distinct ways, consciously and unconsciously. In the conscious process, you control the storing of the information. That's what mnemonics will help you do. When you don't control it, information usually gets stored in your unconscious mind, and then it's far more difficult to retrieve. Let me give you a couple of examples of consciously locking in information. Say you're at dinner in a restaurant, and you suddenly get a great idea for the title of a speech that you're going to give. The problem is, you're also in the middle of a conversation, and you don't want to interrupt, stop everything, and write it down. The title you've thought of is Fine-Tuning Your Job. Why not just think of a piano tuner doing his job, tuning a piano? Or let's say you're driving along and you hear an ad on the car radio that might prove to be a good commercial venture for your company. You'd like to remember the station that you heard it on. We'll call the station CFOX. To lock those call letters in, turn them into a sentence. See the fox wearing earphones. The letter C becomes the word C-S-E-E. -E, and the letters F-O-X obviously spell fox. Or you could see the radio announcer as a foxy lady. Or picture yourself buying a Canadian red fox coat for your foxy wife. The C in Canadian will remind you of the C in C-F-O-X. Now let's explore a couple of problems that commonly arise when information is not consciously locked in and what you can do to prevent these problems. This isn't the best of all possible days. It feels like you got out of bed on one side and your brain got out of bed on the other. First you blew half an hour trying to find your car keys. It's no wonder you couldn't find them. You left them on top of the dresser. Too obvious. But that's nothing. Now you can't find your car. That's the problem with these parking garages. Every floor looks the same, except for those cute little color-coded elevator doors. Yeah, sure, you should notice which floor you parked on, but some things are more important in life, like getting home in time for L.A. law. So now you don't know where you parked. Well, it's no big deal. You'll just be late to the office, miss the first half of the staff meeting, lose track of the Henderson account, get fired, your wife will leave you, the kids will grow up to be criminals, and you'll die on the street of exposure in a couple of years. You better find the car. What's that old joke? It's always in the last place you look? Yeah, real funny. Maybe you'll just die laughing. Here we have a problem called absent-mindedness. This is another one that gets us all sooner or later. Some people seem to suffer from it more than others, and on some days more than others. At the core of the problem is the simple fact that the mind needs assistance. Consider the thousands of tasks your mind has to perform every day, even when you're just walking along putting one foot in front of the other, thinking of nothing in particular, your mind is processing signals at an amazing rate, controlling muscles and coordinating inputs from your nervous system, continually compensating for your movements to maintain your body's balance, monitoring your metabolic rate, and on and on. If every one of these tasks had to be consciously attended to, you'd go berserk. But your brain handles them subconsciously, so you don't have to think about them. The same switching off mechanism in the brain allows us to handle many kinds of daily tasks without conscious thought.
Sometimes we call these habits. Other times we call them ruts. And a problem arises when we need to be consciously aware of them, but because our minds take the easy way out, we switch them off. Have you ever taken what you thought was a roll of pictures with your camera, only to discover later that there was no film in it? Sometimes your mind operates that way. Don't be misled into thinking that just because you looked at something, you will automatically remember it. Your eyes can only see. They can't remember. You come home from work, throw your keys down on top of the TV set, and although your eyes see it, your mind doesn't register that action. Your mind is absent. That's why you can't find your keys later. To prevent absent-mindedness, you need to overcome the tendency not to focus on habitual actions. You need to put your mind where your action is. One way to do this is to take a mental picture, just like taking a photograph of the thing that you want to remember. When you put your key